My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we're meeting with Ross Williams, Chief Operating Officer at Versailles. We chatted through how Versailles is working to protect both the customer and the employee in this remote world. I hope you enjoy. All right. Hi, Ross. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. Thanks, Caitlin. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about how we're making sure that we're protecting both the customer experience and the user experience in this COVID-19 remote world. So we're just going to have a quick little chat about that. So I think we're ready to dive in. Um, Can you give us a little bit of background to Versailles and the different markets that you work in? Sure. So um, Versailles was uh, incorporated in 2013, but uh, we go back uh, with Avaya a long, long way before that. So uh, the founders, myself included, really have built our whole um, lives and livelihoods around Avaya technology, around the adjuncts, uh, around the outside. And uh, some of the listeners may recall us from uh, the Contact Center Express world. So we were the original developers of Contact Center Express, uh, which of course Avaya purchased off us. Uh, in 2009 and turned that into Elite Multi-Channel. Um, so we're the original developers of that. Um, we also um, have a business partner uh, that we established in the Australasian marketplace, and that's still the largest and most successful Australasian business partner for Avaya uh, today. Um, following that sale of uh, Contact Center Express or Agile Software to Avaya, uh, we were left with the developers uh, and a whole lot of good ideas, and um, and wanted to press on with the next thing with Avaya. So we entered into the into the service management uh, realm because we could see with the Avaya technology, there's a huge amount of information that's available from a service management point of view. Uh, a number of players were, were kind of making use of that on a small scale, but we saw the opportunity with the emergence of cloud to take that service management information on on a massive scale and do something really spectacular with it. So, uh, so we established uh, Versailles and specifically Versailles Service Management in, in 2013. And we've grown uh, very rapidly since then. Uh, we've enjoyed uh, 40% year-on-year growth. Uh, our main markets are in the um, healthcare, finance and insurance markets, um, local and central government uh, and education, funnily enough, and um, they make up well more than half of our base. Today's podcast is sponsored by Versailles. Imagine a UC service management platform that flags unused resources automatically, so you never had to worry about waste. Or how about simple dashboards that showed you exactly where to look when call quality faltered, so you could fix problems faster. When it comes to intelligent UC and contact center platform management, there's nothing smarter than Versailles service management. Learn more at Versailles.com. And what exactly are you seeing from customers around the world specifically related to the impact of remote working? 
Well, Avive made a, a great move in making available those licenses to enable remote working. It's been a massive change around the world for for many businesses, uh, us included, to, to be working remotely from home. Uh, and the last figures I saw from Avaya, they had enabled over 2 million licenses for more than 11,000 businesses around the world. And that was a great step on their behalf to, to step in and, and help out with this COVID situation. Uh, that's part of the problem. Um, what we're seeing with our, our cloud application and, and uh, we get great insights, of course, across um, millions of endpoints, thousands of Avaya deployments globally through our customer base. And we can see there's been a, a real struggle in enabling those licenses and getting them to work effectively. And in fact, if you Google um, Avaya Remote Worker, you know, that page, the first few pages in particular, are filled with, you know, how to make those licenses work properly, how to get the remote working from home, um, you know, to increase the quality to get it working uh, as it would do in a normal sort of enterprise uh, situation. And how about some examples of how you're helping these organizations? Right, as I, as I said, we get um, massive global insight from, from all of our customers, all of the data feeding in. And we saw particularly at the start of COVID, uh, there was both a, a massive increase in the volume of traffic that's being generated so we were looking at, um, we processed the, the quality information and analysed the, the statistics for around 190,000 calls at peak, simultaneous calls. And, you know, that's around 600 million uh, sessions per month. So we get massive, massive data sets. And we saw right across there were some really interesting statistics. So not only that massive increase in volume, but also there was an associated drop in quality of the real-time sessions, uh, in particular voice. And over a period of time, this is this is going back into March, and over the period of time since then, through March and April, we've seen uh, our customers improve the, the voice quality. We've seen a marked increase in, and lift in that area, which is really good because they're, they're using our capability and, and our solution to, to, uh, to find the answers there. And of course, the, the insight that we get from a global perspective, uh, we're picking up, you know, millions, billions of, in, uh, of pieces of information. In fact, um, the answers to the problem around core quality, of course, are within that data. And we're picking all that, that up and it's all coming into the cloud. So uh, we know the problem and we know the answers within that massive data set, which we're, you know, we're happy to share with our, with our customers. So some, some really interesting things in amongst that. Um, and one of them is the emergence of, of video. So prior to the COVID situation, uh, looking across those um, 600 million SIP sessions that we, uh, that we process and analyse, the amount of non-audio sessions was, was almost uh, non-existent. So across that entire Avaya base, 99.2% of all sessions were audio only. Now, since COVID, we've seen that lift significantly, and that's, um, that's sitting around 8.1% of all sessions uh, are now video. So people are really getting into that, that video side, and I think there's, you know, there's a lot of commentary you see around that. And, um, you know, we ourselves at Versailles, I mean, all our meetings have become video-based, and there's been a, a massive uptake in that. Um, some of our customers, um, particularly contact centre customers, have been able to take advantage of the way we join the contact centre reporting into those 
quality statistics. So um, a lot of people are taking advantage of this now. So we take, technically it's external call history, so we take the ECH feed uh, out of the CMS and we overlay, overlay that with voice quality. And that gives you, and it gives the, the technical people and the contact centre people great insight into what's going on from that contact centre perspective. And of course, when you've got remote agents and you know a massive portion of your agents have moved to remote working, you can see the the quality that's being generated on every on an interaction by interaction or even segment by segment. In fact, so within every interaction to the contact centre, we can see that that core quality. And the way that um, a lot of our customers have improved the quality of interaction they provide their customers is by using sort of traditional Avaya capability that's built into, into Communication Manager, into Elite, and into CMS, is to um, prioritise calls to go to agents that have better skills, uh, better voice quality. So you can, with the same amount of agents, you can minimise the amount of poor interactions you're going to have. Because let's face it, when people move uh, to home and you're dealing with um, real-time communications over an internet connection that may be a bit flaky, um, there's some real challenges in technically getting getting those resolved. But you can take steps in the meantime, you know, such as using um, reserve agent, uh, you know, and, and uh, local preference for um, for routing of those calls and agent selection that will really improve the overall quality. And we're seeing our customers, uh, we're seeing our customers do that. Uh, from a technical standpoint as well, is once you've identified which agents are presenting quality that's perhaps not so good, there's a you know an awful lot of um, flexibility in their buyer platforms and what you can do to improve the core quality for those agents. Awesome. So that's really interesting. So what are some of the other related challenges that you're seeing in the global base? Right. Well, what we've seen across our base is, is uh, that desire to, to not only improve the, the CX, the customer experience, but also the UX, the user experience. So it's nothing more frustrating really for an agent that's sitting at home and, um, you know, they're, they're really ready and willing and able to work. Um, but the interaction, the level of interactions that they're getting, uh, they know the quality is not so good. And that can be really frustrating. And of course, that's going to, you know, affect um, affect churn through the business as well. So we're really, um, we're seeing people focus in on both sides of that interaction. So not only uh, the, the side that faces your customer, but also the, the side that faces the agent. And those things can be quite uh, asymmetrical, if you like. So um, those that are involved in, in troubleshooting um, void problems or know full well that the experience in, in one direction can be quite different from the experience in the other. So uh, we see a lot of focus on, on uh, making that right for both the external um, and, the, and the internal party. And as I said before, given given the huge amount of data that we have coming in from our customer base, um, which is not only those performance metrics, but it also relates to um, configurations and capacities. And as we see the the uh, voice quality uh, improve across those those millions of streams that we're, we're analysing. The answer to the to the to problems, you know, the answers that people are discovering um, lay in the configuration. And we can provide an enormous amount of insight around that, you know, and how to resolve uh, these real world problems from a practical perspective. Um, so we've started a uh, a service called the um, Remote Worker Assessment Service, 
And that's leveraging um, all of those things that we see going wrong. And there's a lot more than just um, blaming the network, the internet, the, the agent's workstation. I mean, that, that's a big part of these problems. But we're also seeing a myriad of problems that are that are outside of that, um, other, other capacities, other, um, other capabilities and other configurations that can be adjusted uh, to, to certainly minimise the, the degree of problem while uh, the engineers and the technical people get under the, under the hood and uh, help smooth out those home working situations. Yeah, definitely. So um, that's a lot of really interesting different ways that you guys are, are kind of making sure that you're protecting those experiences from both the customer and the user end. So thank you so much for sharing some of those insights with me and thank you for kind of letting our IUG organization let know about all the different ways that you're contributing to making this a more successful work from home situation for a lot of different organizations. I know they and we certainly appreciate it. Well, thanks very much for the opportunity, Caitlin. This, this stuff has been, I think in the past has been way too hard when there is you know, a limited number of, of, um, uh, of ways to resolve this. And automation is, is, and uh, big data is the key to all of this and behind the scenes. Uh, we're making it far, far easier to resolve this type of problems than, than, uh, than it's ever been before. Absolutely. Well, you know, thank you so much for your time today, Ross, and I really appreciate you taking the time to partner with IUG on this podcast as well as um, take the time out of your day to have this episode with us. Oh, it's a pleasure, Caitlin. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Stay tuned next week for another great episode. Be sure to register today for the upcoming IAUG Wired virtual event. Our agenda is now live. Check it out at www.iaugwired.com. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals.